Welcome back to another edition of Heady Jams. This is season two, episode two. I am the Eye of the World, Ira Lipsy, joined live on Wednesday, October the 6th, 2021, from the outskirts of Denver, from my man Dank, Chef du Jour, proprietor of Funky Tunes, and an all around pretty good guy. <laughs> How you doing there, sir? Doing great today, man. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Uh, ready to, you know, listen to some great music. Yeah, absolutely. So what we did in episode number one of season two was we brought you a block, uh, three actually, three blocks of music, as opposed to putting together the sets that we've done in the past. We just did, you know, a few songs and then a few, few blocks of you know, three, four songs. We decided to do that again today. And what we have to start off with is from the Beacon Theater in New York City, 614. 1976, and that is Cosmic Charlie that a help slip Frank. And the Cosmic Charlie, as I was listening to this, I was like, you know, it's very odd because I don't think there was that many Cosmic Charlies between, you know, this show and going back to the early 70s. I, of course, thought it was from Europe 72 was the last time they did it. We discussed this off the air, and you informed me that, no, in fact, it was sometime in 71. Is that correct? Yes, that that is correct. So um, this we're doing six fourteen seventy six. So they actually played it ten days earlier, six four seventy six. That was the first one since January twenty first, nineteen seventy one. So they took a five year break from one twenty one seventy one to six four seventy six, and then we're doing six fourteen seventy six. When you when you heard it, did it feel like? Good old Cosmic Charlie, or to kind of seem weird to you? It wasn't weird, but it was definitely different. You know, yeah. like good old Cosmic Charlie was a little bluesier, and it was definitely shorter. This is an extended version. It was really good. It Yeah, but it was definitely different. You know, it's like we talk about all the time. You know, sometimes you can find a story somewhere that tells you why they stopped playing a song and why they started playing it again. But you know, I don't know why they did or didn't, but they definitely reworked it when they brought it back. Yeah, it's a lot smoother, less raw, less bluesy. But, you know, it is, It is like you said, it's good. And then I thought it was interesting that they go, you know, transition from the Cosmic Charlie into, you know, Help Slip Frank. Um, you know, you might go, you know, I think back to the old days, Cosmic Charlie might have gone into... Uh, another type of like party song or might have gone into some, you know, crazy, you know, cryptical other one. But you know, this goes into Help Slip Frank and it's a very solid Help Slip Frank. You know, you have a lot, you know, I think you have a lot of good uh, Keith action piano during the slip knot, which is a long slip knot. 
And uh, it's an all around, you know, it's not, if you're going to rank all time help slip Franks, it's probably not going to be in your top, you know, few. It's certainly a very good bird. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with you. It's solid. It's enjoyable. I mean, not like there's ever a bad help slip Franklin's. But yeah, it's the, you know, the cause in this set of music, the Cosmic Charlie is, it really uh, takes you to a different place. Like you're just, you know, listening to it. And next thing you know, you know, 10 minutes later, you're going into that help on the way. And it's great. It's a, definitely a cool transition. Um, and, you know, like you were saying, like earlier, obviously, Help Slip Franklin's wasn't around back in, you know, the seven, 1970, 71, you know, when they were playing Cosmic Charlie a lot. But you're absolutely right. Like they would go into pretty much a rocker. They go into, you know, their cryptical other one or a beat it on down the line or even a Minglewood. And so this was definitely, you know, uh, uncommon song pairing to go from the Charlie into the Help Slip Frank. But again, it's, you know, the Help Slip Frank is very good. Uh, but I agree, like, I, you know, if you're going to rank him, it probably isn't going to crack your top five. But nonetheless, I think, you know, a bad Help Slip Frank is, you know, better than most music that's not played by the Grateful Dead. Oh, that's a good, that's a good way to put it there. <laughs> and I agree. Um, I agree with that. That's the call. So then we go to Madison Square Garden, still in the great city of New York. September 18th, 1990, Eyes Estimated and Foolish Heart. And a lot of times you'll find Estimated come before the Eyes of the world. Uh, in this particular instance, they start the second set with Eyes. Then it goes into a great funky Estimated. And then one of my favorite songs from the later years, Foolish Heart. Uh, this jam in the Foolish Heart is not quite as legendary as the one from i believe six months earlier 318 or 19 in hartford connecticut but it certainly does the song justice it's a this is a fun little piece of music you got three uh, great songs and it kind of you know it starts off with that steady jazz melodic eyes then you get into that you know there's like the contrasting darkness and lightness of the estimated and then you go into the foolish heart which is you know it is a, a kind of a light-hearted uh, enjoyable too. Yeah, I mean, totally agree with you know everything you said. This is actually this is a great piece of music. Um, you know, especially since you know Vince is new in the band. In this show, they had Bruce and Vince, so you know you hear them kind of going back and forth. Uh, it's really nice. Like you kind of hear the band backing Vince at different points during the songs kind of let him get his solo out there and you know let the crowd get used to him um you know he's got just like brent had a specific keyboard style and keith you know vince does too and so you can kind of you know you hear jerry and him going back and forth and you know like phil like you know he's driving the train it's not like the uh you know it's not like an other one phil bomb but as you're listening to the jams like phil is really like holding the band down and keeping everybody steady uh, you know, and like you said, you know, usually it's estimated eyes. This one is eyes and estimated, and they're both excellent versions. Um, and then you go into the foolish heart, and the jam is cool. It's a really, really cool improvisational piece of music. Um, and then they start kind of teasing the other one toward the end of it before they go into drums. And so you like, you kind of know, you're like, okay, well, you know, if you were there, you know, the other one's coming out of drums. It's going to be a great, you know, second half of the second set. Yeah, yeah, there is always that uh, that bit of tease for you. And uh, side note for you, it was funny. We I went to Widespread Panic this weekend at the Mempo Fest, and they did a uh, so they were playing the song Arlene, 
<clears throat> and they started teasing hard to handle. And I was like, oh, my oh really? God. I was like, oh my gosh, hard to handle is more like the uh, akin to the Black Crows interpretation. But then they didn't end up playing it. So uh, sometimes that tease is nothing but a tease. But it was uh, it was it was pretty cool nonetheless. So yeah, that that nine eighteen ninety Madison Square Garden, Eyes of the World, estimated profit, foolish heart, very solid piece. Um, before I tell you about the last part. I'm just going to throw this at you real quick because it's probably not going to appear on this podcast, but I heard something yesterday or today. I really was, I really enjoyed despite what the song title was. So first you have music never stopped and they only play for about three and a half, four minutes. And then it goes into easy answers. This is from June 5th, 1993 at the Meadowlands. And it's actually a good version of that song. If that's, you know, possible, I mean, it's a decent, uh, it was cool. It was a very cool version. And then they go into a Music Never Stop reprise for like another three, four minutes. It's a very cool little piece. It's worth, you know, whatever that is, 10 minutes, check it out. Uh, but it's not long and it probably, like I said, it probably won't appear on this podcast. But feel free to check it out, yourself and the others listening included. <laughs> thought I'd throw that out there. You know, you because like I said, you're not really going to be like, oh, oh, it's a piece of music with easy answers. I'm in, you know. Right. <laughs> there was a hilarious situation with uh, myself and St. Stephen. We went to see uh, the boys in St. Louis, and some kid was like totally tweaked out. And he was like Egyptian head nodding, dancing in front of us. And when Easy Answers, when Vince lays on the keyboards with like the <laughs> that noise, uh, uh-huh. St. Stephen hit him with some lightning bolt fingers. And the kid just was like completely baffled, stopped dancing, and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> It, and we've been doing it at concerts ever since. And that was like 25 years ago. So it was pretty funny. Anyway, the final piece that we have, this is something that I heard like years ago when I first started listening to Dead. They played it on a, a local uh, show called Heady Jams on public radio. And I was totally blown away because they're playing it. It was from December 1st, 1979. It's He's Gone, a song that I was already used to. And then they start going into this real spacey jam and they play what they call a Gloria jam. The song Gloria, you would know from you know, Dead played it as well, among many others. And then into the first time ever played C.C. Ryder. And you and I talked about this off the air, how it, the Gloria jam kind of seemed forced. And, or maybe you said C.C. Ryder seemed kind of forced. I was listening, I went back and listened to it again. And like when they, when they go out of the He's Gone and it starts getting real spacey, Jerry's doing some serious noodling on the guitar. And I'm not so sure he was like, this is going to work out with Gloria Jam, but they ended up going that direction. And it wasn't that long, so it was kind of cool. Now, the CC Rider, you know, it was interesting that that was the first time played that came out of such a CC uh, jam, but it, it's cool. And it was, you know, it's a good version of the song that they ended up playing uh, a lot over the years. Yeah, I, exactly. Like you said, we talked about it, and I agree totally. Like, it's great music. And uh, I think what I had said earlier was that it was. Uh, it was more of a jam with a Gloria tease as we're talking about teases. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, right. But like, you know, Jerry definitely, like, I don't know if he wasn't on board. Obviously we don't know we weren't there, but I don't know if he wasn't on board or if he just wasn't paying attention, but you know, either way, basically, you know, Bobby got kind of noped by the, by everybody on the Gloria, but, uh, they definitely tease in there. You hear it. It's a cool jam. And then the first CC Rider, I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great CC Rider. It was kind of groovy. Um, 
but the He's Gone is excellent on this. The first song, which we just skipped over completely, well, the He's Gone is really chill. It is really nice. And by chill, I don't mean like it wasn't slow. It just had a really nice groove to it. Like this whole piece of music, you know, flowing through it all is that it's a pretty good groove by the band. Different songs, you know, different types of music, but it all really goes together well. Yeah, and I think it's also a good, uh, We you mentioned earlier talking about the MSG show, about Vince finding his way. I think I think this whole piece, you know, you said it's got a good groove, but it's not too slow. I think you really find Brent working his way through, you know, the material and, uh, you know, kind of setting down that, you know, that organ sound through all three of those songs. So I think it was a really good, you know, good thing for him to, you know, shine on, on, on some of that stuff. So uh, very good stuff there from the Stanley Theater, 12-1-1979. Dang, uh, we have got some stuff that you have sent I meant to get to this time. It's going to be on the next episode, uh, namely that Folsom Field 1972. And I think we're going to stay in 72 because I really loved this January 2nd, 1972. Good lovin' China Cat. Good lovin'. Without, yeah. the, without the I Know You Rider, that was pretty damn solid. Uh, so I listened to that the other day. and uh, we may I may find something else from 72 and just stick with that year or I may go uh, into the future or back to the future or however you raise it uh, for something else. You know, I'll tell you what I've been listening to a lot and I really love said the 73s and 74s. And what I found myself listening to a lot is that there's a lot of Phil solos. Now he's mm-hmm. laying down the beat and then they go into the jam and he's getting, you know, he's getting like two, three minute solos, but not like, you know, not like a lot of bands would call a bass solo where everybody else is kind of stopped and it's just like the bass and the drums. I mean, they're still playing, but he's like the featured, you know, player on that particular part. And it's really like, I'm really into that right now. It's pretty cool. So I may have to find something uh, from that. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, you know, I think we got three good pieces here, uh, you know, a bit different stuff. You got three eras really of the dead. Uh, so you're, you're looking at, you know, uh, a good mix of stuff. Yeah, yeah def- absolutely. And, you know, you're totally right about those versions, like 73, 74 with Phil. And it, it's exactly what, you know, like the band keeps the groove and they let him kind of go off on his own. Like not crazy, like he like he's playing like pieces of music and notes and it is really, really cool. Yeah, I think they were probably hoping that he would use that time uh, for solos and stuff and then maybe forget about the whole Sea Stones thing, but uh, that didn't happen. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, can't have your cake and eat it too, it I wasn't guess. All, it, the Sea Stones weren't all bad, but some of them were way too long and just kind of, eh, you know. If you read Bill Kreutzman, yeah. read Bill Kreutzman's book, he was kind of like, yeah, and then Phil had this thing with Ned Lagan and the Keystones and eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Phil and, Phil and Ned is, uh, you know, not my cup of tea. <laughs> anyway, Hank, I really appreciate you coming on for the second time. We had a little technical error the last time, but this time we're going to be getting this up on the interweb tomorrow. Uh, we'll be getting that together. You've got, uh, you've got Dead & Company, remind me again. Uh, we got, let's see, what are we going? They're here for the 19th and 20th at Red Rocks, and we have tickets for the 20th. Gotcha. And then right after, on the, I think it's the 20, whatever that Saturday, Sunday is, I think it's the 23rd and 24th, 22nd, 23rd, they're at Fiddler's Green, which is an outdoor amphitheater uh, in the southern suburbs of Denver. Um, but we will be, my wife and I will be traveling to California to see Joe Russo's Almost Dead and Two Nights of Fish. So we won't be here for Fiddler's Green, and we were lucky enough to get yeah. tickets for one night of the Dead and Company at Red Rocks. Where's the Joe? So we, maybe we can uh, 
we might be able to do some type of a uh, remote, you know, for the pod from the show. You know, <laughs> we'll see Maybe. what we can do. Where's the Joe Russo's Almost Dead? I believe I got to double check, but I think it's at the Hollywood Palladium. Oh, really? Cool. All right. Yeah, it's indoor. It's not at the Hollywood Bowl. I know that for sure. I'm pretty sure it's the Palladium. And then we got Fish down in Chula Vista, and then Fish back up in LA at the Forum. So that's a pretty good week of music. Wednesday night, Dead and Company at Red Rocks. Friday night, J Rad in Hollywood. Saturday, Sunday, Fish. That sounds like a fun, uh, fun few days to me. Yeah, absolutely. Really good. All right, we all be careful. Enjoy that. I will talk to you soon. We'll, if we don't do a remote, we will do another episode right after you get back from that trip, and we'll uh, we'll work out what the tunes are going to be. Once again, special thank you to Dank, and we appreciate all of you listening. Make sure to drop us a line. Let us know what you think. SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube coming your way. Another edition of Heady Jams in the book. Peace and chicken grease.
Another time's forgotten space Your eyes looked from your mother's face Wildflower seed in the sand and stone May the far winds roll you same
quiet, it's close on the heels of the day. Wake up to find out that you are the eyes of the world.
time coming any day. Don't worry about no. Been so long, I felt this way. I ain't in no hurry, no. Rainbows in down that highway where ocean breezes blow. My tongue coming, voices say, and they tell me where I go. Don't worry about me. Nah, nah, don't worry about me, no. I ain't no hurry. Nah, nah, cause I know where to go. California, preaching on the burning show. What to say? They tell me where I go. Oh, I know I lead the way. The voices tell me so. Don't worry about me. Nah, nah, don't worry about me, no. I ain't in no hurry. Nah, nah, cause I know, I know, I know. California, a prophet on the burning show.
watch on coming any day. Don't worry about me, no. Been so long, I felt this way. I ain't in no hurry, no. It's afternoon, streets turn gray, and I watch the cars below. Still, I know I'll be the way. Don't worry about me, no. I ain't in no hurry. I'm not, cause I know where to go. Don't worry about me. I'm not, don't worry about me, no.
Thank you. 
never know I'm looking around the field Don't check the weather chart It's on the Mona Lisa When the spray can't call it off Never be your love, my friend Not too foolish, huh? Not too foolish, huh?
ZZ Rider See what you done done